The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast reflect those of the speaker and do not reflect positions of any agency or business. It's all blown out of proportion, try hard, mindless blabbery. These purposely exaggerated opinions are posted for entertainment purposes only. Get it? Got it? Good. And now, from the fortified bunker in his single-family dwelling in the city of Bridges, YXE, for the There I Just Said That podcast, here's Greca. Less than a month to Christmas. Ah, it's Gregor there. Just said that the podcast, the uh, Shaw Firelog channel, it's back up and uh, and burning. Uh, when I need to nap, if I don't put it on old smooth voice Bob Ross painting, uh, I slap it on that Firelog. It's so nice to nap to this time of year. Uh, here's a great story for you. I worked for Shaw TV in Calgary the year that we launched. It was like the first time that they had the Firelog. Now here's the thing. Um, <laughs> Technology has come so far. Now it's all run by computers. Uh, the video can automatically reset, you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? Back then, all we had was VHS and beta tapes. They had a max runtime of eight hours. So one task, like one of my jobs, was that I had to switch that tape every eight hours so that it would continuously run on the channel. And the worst part was, because I was the rookie that year, Someone had to come do it like Christmas morning. So I worked till midnight the night before, uh, tossed it on, and then wake up Christmas morning. We, I think, as I recall, we were like opened our stockings, and then I had to drive to work, which was like across from southeast to northeast Calgary, switch the tape, come back home to continue Christmas. Like it took two minutes, but somebody had to go do it and literally switch the tape. Oh, my God, I'm so glad technology has come the way it has. Awesome first game with a rush. It was pretty cool to go down to Moose Jaw. I had not been in Moose Jaw much. Hadn't been to that new arena. Great crowd was there. Of course, I was a little miffed, though, so it hadn't snowed in like a month. And then the day we go to drive to Moose Jaw, of course, come out of my son's hockey game that morning, and it's like a whiteout. (laughs) Anyways, we made it. I was happy my buddy Watson was with me, though, my friend Watson. Uh, Pumped to be working with him again after so many years apart, so it was great to kind of catch up on the drive. Funny, uh, when my son turned seven, I posted a picture of me uh, turning seven, and he suggested, he says, seven, like you look like you're turning 12 in this. And you know what? That's not far from the truth. You see, one of my hockey highlights of my life was when I played goalie when I was seven. We went in this tournament, and we played a game against this team, and at the end of the game, the shots were 33-3 to for them, Okay. Like, we got manhandled, but the score was one nothing for us. Murray Walls scored our lone goal. I don't know why, why his name sticks out in my mind. That's funny to me. But anyways, I played like the game of my life. Stood on my head, 33 saves. But after the game, the other team demanded, they said to my parents, they, we have to see his your goalie's birth certificate. Like, they thought we were cheating and that I was way too old. <laughs> like, that was my hockey highlight. I peaked. There, at seven years old. And back in the day, you didn't have, you know, live barn, phones everywhere. So there was this guy who would record games on his video camera, and you could buy them afterwards, like VHS copies. And I recall being mad at my parents for many years because they didn't buy that game. And to me, that was like my best game. They bought this other one that I played, you know, well in, but we lost in a shootout. (laughs) But now, here's the thing, 35-ish, whatever years later... I kind of like that we have the game that I lost. It's more of like a, I don't know, like a teaching moment that we lost and that I lost. 
but it was okay because I still did play well. And there was this nice moment in it after each shot in the shootout. I can see myself look over and like, you know, give a fist pump over to my dad who was standing there watching after every shot. So that's nice. But would it have killed you to buy the game that I made 33 saves in and they demanded my birth certificate? I mean, I kind of want to see that one now. And finally, high fives to the Regina City Council. Turfing that stupid real district board. Rant time, here we go. Like, can't you guys get a concert here? Would it kill you? When you built that stadium, we were promised shows, right? Everyone was beaking about paying taxes for a football stadium. Not everybody goes to football games. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to have concerts here. They'll be for everybody. So that's why we all have to pay for this. Hey, GNR was six years ago. I think, what, the Eagles came once since? Bands don't even make CDs anymore. The money's in touring. They get pennies on the dollar from Spotify. They're selling concert tickets for $300 a head, okay? (laughs) Foo Fighters have got an amazing summer tour on right now. And might I add, they owe us a show, because they were booked in Saskatoon when Taylor Hawkins died. Uh, That one's not happening here. Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins doing an amazing tour. Come on, you know how many tickets... They would have sold after that Grey Cup appearance by Green Day. It was better than Shania at the halftime, okay? Now, Grant, pretty easy to top last year's halftime show, but it's probably the greatest halftime show the CFL has ever had. What I'm getting at here is book a friggin' show! All right, we've missed out on those two huge concerts next summer. I feel like I'm Kurt Cobain here. Here we are now. Entertain us, would you? (laughs) There, I just said that. Okay, time to go now. That's the end of the episode. <laughs>